the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This gentleman who is uh, a storm chaser, well, I'll let his 45-second clip tell the initial part of the story, and then we'll talk to him. This is Aaron uh, Jajak on Twitter on Saturday. Hey, guys, I'm on my way back to Austin from Victoria, Texas, and I picked up a little passenger here. That little passenger is a dog in the back seat of his car. It continues. I stopped for gas, and this guy was following me down the road. And when I stopped, he jumped into the Jeep. I'm trying to get back to Austin by 2 p.m. so I can pick up my own dogs. Uh, they're being boarded, and I'd like to get them so I have them for the rest of the weekend and not leave them at the borders. So I really need help I'm trying to find this guy's owner. We'll call him Harvey. But I need help trying to find his owner. So if you can share, tweet, whatever you got to do to help. Found him in Rung, Texas, R-U-N-G-E. Thanks. Aaron posted that video. It was retweeted 15,000 times, had more than 13,000 likes and almost 1,000 comments. And if you want to know what happened to the dog, well, we're going to have to get the story from the man himself. Aaron Jajak joins us on the Blaze Radio Network. Aaron, thank you. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're dry. But uh, before before we get to uh, the resolution of this story, are you headed towards uh, Louisiana, towards the Beaumont area now? Are you still chasing the storm? So I'm not at the moment. I'm back in Austin. I'm trying to figure out what my uh, next plan is. I'm actually thinking about grabbing my boat and heading to Houston so I can uh, assist with uh, rescues. There's still a lot of people stranded. There's a lot of animals stranded. And I, I know a lot of people are focusing on the people. So I think my focus would be on trying to rescue all the, the, the helpless animals there. Yeah, there are quite a few, they're saying. They are, they are overwhelmed in both categories of two Two-legged and four-legged uh, creatures are out there. So we we told the story. We well, we let you tell the story of this dog that was walking behind your car as you were leaving the gas station in uh, I guess Victoria or uh, Rungi, Texas, and you stopped yeah. and he jumped. He jumped in your Jeep, uh, and then yeah, you posted it. How long after that? What happened next? So it was about, uh, I would say, two hours. So I actually, I made it all the way back to Austin, and I went to my vet, and I grabbed my dogs, and they actually scanned him for a microchip. And he didn't have a chip, which was disappointing. And, you know, I was just, at that point, I was just clutching on the, the hope that the, the, the social media ploy to find his owner would actually work. And sure enough, I started getting messages uh, from a couple of different people, uh, both on Twitter and on Facebook, that recognized the dog and knew who the owner was. And they actually put me in contact with him, and uh, I got a hold of him, and I drove the, the two hours back to Runji from Austin, back into the hurricane, met up with the owner, and, and got him back to his family. Wow. So it, uh, just a couple hours later, social media responds, but you're, you're a good guy, man. You jumped back in your car and drove your butt through the storm to return this dog to the owner uh you kudos to you much appreciation i'm sure from from the owner uh but you had renamed the dog temporarily harvey what was his real name his real name was actually cash i don't know why why cash maybe johnny cash (laughs) that's what i'm going with though johnny cash his name was cash 
Okay. Well, I'm sure Cash was happy to get back home, but uh, what what good instinct to find <laughs> to find your Jeep and say, "Help me!" How did how did Cash get away from his owner? He said that the owner said that he was actually on call for work. I'm not sure what the owner did, but uh, I assume that it was something to do with maybe utilities or something like that. And the dog had gotten scared and jumped out of his kennel. Well, that's easy to understand with the way that storm was. So yeah, I mean, animals. he was when I found him. He was he was wet, shivering, cold, tail tucked between his legs, and I, he just like I said, I actually I stopped and I, he was following me as I pulled up to the gas station. I was kind of I was going pretty slow just because of the bad conditions. And when I stopped to actually get out, I was surprised to find a gas station actually open at that time. Uh, but it was the only one. It was you know I was running low on gas. I had extra gas strapped to the back of my Jeep. But uh, I didn't want to use that. That was my escape uh, gas in case I needed to get out of there. And uh, But I was surprised to find the gas station with gas, and I stopped the pump, and as soon as I got out of the Jeep, he jumped right into my seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a, gr- what a great story. It, was, uh, it unfolded on Twitter is where I saw it. It's also on Facebook. You can follow Aaron at Aaron Jajak, A-A-R-O-N-J-A-Y-J-A-C-K on Twitter. But you were... You're also a storm chaser. Is this a, a full-time occupation, or is this a hobby that's become uh, a big deal for you? Well, it's, it's started as a hobby, and it's just a passion, and it's kind of been evolving on its own into, into more. You know, I still have a, a regular day job, but, uh, you know, I mean, everybody should want to potentially, if they can, enjoy their passion as much as they can. So that's that's my ultimate goal in life is the be uh, you know, the, the ground truth for, for, for the people and the animals with storms and then be a, a, a first responder when uh, after the storm passes through. Well, you're, you're, a, you're a guy who's chasing his dream while chasing storms. Have you ever found yourself in a, a situation where you, you were worried about the storm and worried about your own safety? I mean, I always try to keep a little bit of worry in the back of my mind. I don't want to ever get too comfortable around any storm just because once you get comfortable, I think you'll, you might start making bad decisions. So I'm always, you know, it's a, it's a fine balance between being aggressive and being defensive, right? So I go into every situation with number one priority is my own safety. And number two priority is, is the safety of others. And number three is actually, you know, being able to enjoy Mother Nature and the storm itself and documenting the story for, for generations to come. Now, Aaron, this audience has a lot of people who consider themselves to be, I guess, uh, stage one preppers that were, you know, like I've got a bag in the back of my car that'll that'll keep us uh, two of us and a dog alive for five days. What kind of supply do you carry and how long could you go if you were caught without that emergency escape gas or any way out? Yeah, so for the hurricane itself. So it, usually I chase like supercells and tornadoes, and those are usually you know it's it's uh it's pretty over with pretty quick, and it affects a small area. But hurricanes are a lot different, right? It affects a big area. Uh, you essentially, you get the damage of a supercell or tornado over a, a vast area. And so for this chase, you know, I, I actually had several weeks worth of water and food in the back of the jeep. I had camping stoves. I had uh, ten gallons of gas that was strapped to the back of the jeep. Uh, multiple ways to be able to recharge my cell phone if that was to act to die. Uh, you know, extra clothes. I brought extra dry clothes because I did get so pretty soaking wet and had to change into those. Uh, as I actually, I spent the night in Victoria, Texas, rode through the storm in the, in my Jeep hiding behind a parking garage, and it looked like a 
a war zone. It actually reminded me of when I was watching uh, my TV in 1990 as the uh, the war, the first Gulf War started with all the green tracers and flashes going on in the sky. Well, that's what Victoria, Texas looked like uh, Friday night as the hurricane came through. I mean, it was all night until about 4 a.m. and the power finally went out. There were flashes all through the through the, the city. So it was it was pretty intense, but you know, I felt like I was pretty well prepared and you know, ultimately I, I made it out there out of there safely and was able to help out. When you say flashes, are you talking about transformers blowing? Yeah, that yeah, that's right. The power surges, the power flashes from uh transformers blowing all through all through the city. Crazy stuff, crazy story. Wow. Yeah, it was it well, was incredible. His name is Aaron J. Jack. You can find him on Twitter. He's got a YouTube channel by the same name if you want to see what he's up to. Uh, but he's headed uh, from Austin, probably back to Houston, to do some good works with his boat. We salute you, Aaron, and we thank you for uh, spending some time with us today. Really appreciate yeah, it. No, no problem. And, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Stay safe. The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand.